On Shabbos we read where Hashem tells Avram Avinu, Lech lecha me'artzecha. Abandon your native land and your father's home. Hashem promises Avram, Ve'escha legoi gadol. You will become a great nation. Va'varechecha. I will bless you. Va'gad l'shamecha. I will make your name great. Va'yei And you shall be a blessing. What does it mean, and you shall be a blessing? So Rashi, quoting a Gemara Mesechtes Psachem, explains, Ve'yei baracha alludes to the fact that when we begin the first bracha of Shmai Esrei, we say, Elekei Avram, Elekei Yitzchak, Elekei Yaakov. However, Yochel Yehei Chaismen Bekulon, one might think that we should conclude the bracha by invoking again the names of all of the three Avois. Therefore, the Torah states, Ve'yei bracha, you will be the blessing, meaning, With you, with your name only, will they conclude the bracha. We say, Magen Avram, but not with the other Avos. We don't say, Magen Avram, Yitzchak V'yakov. And the question is, if the bracha begins by acknowledging all three of the Avos, then why does it conclude exclusively with Avram? So the Sfasema says something very profound. He explains the word Avram in this context refers to the little Avram, that Pintele Yid we all have embedded deep within our core. When we davish Shmoyne Esrei and we say Magen Avram, that Hashem is the shield of Avram, what we are acknowledging is that Magen, that Hashem preserves the Avram that's ingrained within each and every one of us. That Avram that symbolizes and personifies an unwavering belief in the Bayer Olam, that same commitment and amuna exists within the DNA of every Jew. Mogen Avram, that little Avram that's embedded within the soul of every Jew, can never be destroyed. Even if a Jew strays far from the beaten path, that spark, that pintalayid, will reawaken them and lead them back to Yiddishkeit. Unfortunately, sometimes it's the adversity that a person faces that reawakens the Jewish soul. We read where 160,000 Yidin and Eitz Yisrael so far have returned to Yiddishkeit. They have accepted upon themselves Shmir Shabbos, put mezuzahs on their doors, kashered their kitchens, and undertaken to observe various other mitzvahs. Tens of thousands of men who have never donned a pair of tzitzes in their life have begun wearing tzitzes. And many thousands more started putting on tefillin every day. On Shabbos, we read about the four powerful Mesopotamian kings who invaded the land of Canaan. After laying waste to the region of Sodom, they took the residents hostage, including Avram's nephew Lloyd, plundered their possessions and set off for home. But Avram gave chase. He pursued them all the way to Damascus. He routed the invaders. He liberated the captives and recovered the stolen wealth. After Avram returned from battle a hero, the king of Sodom met Avram for a victory celebration. The king of Sodom begged Avram to keep the wealth, but he absolutely refused. And Avram said, I will not take anything, even a thread or a shoelace, so that you should not be able to boast later, I made Avram wealthy. And the question is, why was Avram so concerned that the king of Sodom will say, Avram? Why did it matter to Avram if the king took credit for his wealth? So the Medrash explains, Hashem promised Avram that he would make him wealthy. So by refusing to take anything, even a shoelace from the king of Sodom, 
Avram was teaching all future generations that everything that we have is from Hashem. So if the king of Sodom took credit for Avram's fortune, people would deny that it was Hashem who provided Avram with his wealth. But perhaps there's even a deeper message here. The Gemara says, As reward for Avram saying to the king of Sodom, I will not take anything, even a thread or a shoelace. Klal Yisrael was zoichet to receive two mitzvahs, the fringes of tzitzes and the straps of the tefillin. And the Mepharshim asked, Why didn't Avram just say, I will not take anything from the loot? Why did he choose to mention these two trivial things, a thread and a shoelace? And why were the Yidin Zorchah specifically to these two mitzvahs, tzitzes and tefillin? What's the connection? And perhaps we can say, what is the reason Avram refused to take anything from Sodom? It's because he wanted to teach all future generations that everything, even a shoelace, is from Hashem. So now... Anytime a person realizes that everything that happens in the world is from Hashem, what is the first thing he will be asking for? Tzitzis and tefillin. And we see a first-hand demonstration of that today. As soon as that little Avram, that pintle year that's embedded in a Jewish soul gets reawakened, as soon as people see the Yad Hashem, the first mitzvahs they gravitate to are tzitzis and tefillin. The Gemara Masechtas Brachas quotes this powerful statement from Rabbi Eliezer. The Pasuk says, And all the people of the world will see Hashem's name proclaimed over you, and they will stand in fear of you. Says Rabbi Eliezer, When we wear our tefillin on our head, it demonstrates to the rest of the world that Hashem is on our side and is helping us in this battle. And all our enemies will flee in fear. So by awakening the Pintaliyid and observing all of these mitzvahs, the Magen Avram will protect our soldiers and they will emerge victorious. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.